Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, when you think of American food, what is the food that comes to mind? Okay. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. What is the food that you would call American food? And I know we're probably, and I'm not trying to, like, you can, if this is your answer, that's fine. But a lot of people say hot dogs and a lot of people say apple pie. And I think we can do more, right? I think there are more American foods that we can discuss. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Hot dog and apple pie. So you want us something other than hot dogs or apple pie? Yes, please. Okay. 651-641-1071. Would you like to know why I'm asking? Why are you asking, Colleen? Thanks for asking, Bradley. So I don't know if you know this. This is a cool thing that the Major League uh, Baseball does, MLB does. Um, they are going to do They do a Field of Dreams game in Dyersville, Iowa, at the Field of Dreams with two MLB teams playing each other. And yeah. that's coming up. Uh, a match between the New York Yankees and the Chicago White Sox at Field of Dreams. Well, Guy Fieri, who you love because you love his burgers on your ships. Oh, God. His burgers, by the way, amazing. So he's going to have one very soon. I, Fingers crossed. I want that for you. Fingers I'm very crossed. excited for you. Well, he um, has made a very special all American meal just for this game that will be sold at Field of Dreams in Dyersville, Iowa. It is, um, I don't even know what he's calling it, but I will tell you what it is. Okay. Um, it is the marriage between those two All-American favorites, the hot dog and the apple pie. What? Wait, what? Yep, mm-hmm. Just listen to the words that I'm saying and then react accordingly. Ready? One juicy beef hot dog smothered in his very own bacon jam, Ooh. enveloped in or enveloped. <laughs> <laughs> in a flaky pie crust, uh, then topped uh, with an apple mustard drizzle, oh, what demerara sugar, and apple pie spice. That's nasty. We don't put no apple pie spice on a hot. No, with your with your mustard no. apple mustard drizzle. It looks like uh, that looks like a, a like a wiener. Uh, first of all, that looks inappropriate. <laughs> it does. It's it, like, low, hello, it's little wiener. super does. Pops out. Well, it looks like other things, too. I mean, it, yes. It looks like, yeah, somebody needed to, to go to the restroom. free clinic. Oh, I was thinking it more looked like somebody <laughs> who's late to the restroom. Oh, dear. If um, that's coming out of you, honey, you really do need to go to the free clinic. It's chunky. Okay, so. Anyway, he calls it a funky throwback snack. What? No. I, no, I don't no. want to throw that back at all. That now, is a disservice to the Here's funk. what yes. I will say. About Guy Fieri, because it's, you know, I have a love-hate. I don't really hate him. There's nothing about me that hates him, but I do appreciate that he is over the top. That's a part of his shtick. Yeah, I am bothered by his upside-down backwards sunglasses. I mean, you know, everybody's got a thing. Right? Mm -hmm. But I I do believe that he understands flavor. So Because he's a resident of Flavortown. He is the mayor of Flavortown. (laughs) He really is. So I... 
I gotta feel like we need to put this in us to see what the experience is like. Well, here, okay, I'm not gonna <laughs> because commit I'm to not this gonna right totally now. sell out the idea, not knowing what it tastes like. I'm not gonna commit to this right now, but he does. There is a video of him making it, so it is possible. Like these are things that we could probably get our hands yeah. on. Because what I do appreciate is the sweet and salty, and that combo is a thing. I'm just not sure. <laughs> About the apple, apple mustard drizzle spice with wiener, I know I don't love it. It's the mustard that just takes it away. Me too. Yeah, I can't do it. Okay, six five one six four one one zero seven one. But if you were going to think of an American food, what would it be? We've got Annie on the line. All right, Annie. When you consider American food, what do you think of? And I'm going to mention a hot dog. Sorry, Colleen. It's okay. Um, but I'm telling you, Coney Island. I think of um, Coney dogs. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. which is a yes. whole different experience, right? And specifically Coney Island in Detroit. Oh, and I, I googled it, and it says the first result says it's got a cult-like following. Mm. So, yeah. Okay, I gotta remarkable. look that up. Thank mm-hmm. you, Annie. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. When you think of American food, what do you think of? And I think you don't want to put a Coney Island hot dog in the middle of some apple mustard drizzle with apple pie spice. I'm just saying that seems like a disservice to the Coney Island hot dogs. Wait, it's the apple pie spice, but not the filling? No, there's no filling. It's just the spice. Okay, so, yeah, but that's But the apple comes to you in the form of that mustard. And then there's bacon jam. It just seems really busy and, like... Just Again, busy. I want to taste it in my mouth and go, what is that experience like? But I have a concern because apple pie spice is essentially like cinnamon, cinnamon. and clove and nutmeg. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that wieners are really going to be singing with that. Yeah. Dressed up in that. Yeah. No, thank you. But again, I would not. I would be very wary of prejudging Guy Fieri's flavor skills. I feel like you had like a. Guy awakening when you went <laughs> to Flavor Town. Yeah, when I went to yeah. the Guy's Burger Bar on a Carnival cruise ship yeah. and was like, "This burger is amazing." Well, mostly because it comes with the burger bar, where you can actually dress your burger with whatever you want. Which is there includes, apple pie spice on there? There's not okay. apple pie spice, but they got a lot of bacon bits. Here's my Real question. Bacon. Here, I just want to prepare you for this because you are going to go back to Flavor Town when you're on the high seas. Um, <laughs> I want to be. I want us all here to be open to the fact that you might have just had a really good burger experience. And what if it's not the same? Well, I've had it more than once. Oh, you did. Okay, yeah. Yeah. on the same cruise. Yeah, and other people say the very okay. same thing. Like you don't have to take my word for it. A lot of people have been singing the praises. What I am excited about is that, and I think it's going to be on the ship that we're on in our next cruise. He also does a pig. I think it's called like the Pig and Anchor Smokehouse. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. and you know he knows how to cook mm-hmm. some meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd go to that flavor town. Yeah. Carol's on the line. Hey, Carol, when you think of American food, what is what is the dish that you think of? Hi, Carol. Hi. Well, when I was growing up, and for fifty-eight years, my parents' life or marriage, every Sunday we had roast beef, mashed potatoes, gravy, and carrots. Mm-hmm. And that was every Sunday. My dad would brown it while we were at church and Sunday school. And I love it. So that says American meal to you. Well, that's what I remember growing up. Yeah. I was 
68 now. So. Yeah, I love it. Thank you, Carol. That's like a good roast. Sunday roast. Yes. Meat and potatoes. Yes, please. Meat and potatoes. I just feel like, you know, I would like for us, the, the American food that I would like to honor in this segment is the good old-fashioned peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, wow. Oh. Very I just classic. I feel like we don't give that its due, and it really is. That is a good dish. Dish? Dish? <laughs> what? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Th- yeah, we, we honor the dish Thank you. of peanut butter Known and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. PB&J? I do like a good PB&J. I just had one earlier this week. See? Yeah. And you loved it. I loved it. And it's so good. Yeah. What kind of jelly do you use? Uh, I make my own. <laughs> Make my own jams. All right, Flavor Town. Um, no, I just made some uh, apple rhubarb. Mm, that sounds good. Or no, not apple rhubarb. Sorry, strawberry rhubarb. Ooh, that also sounds good. Yeah, on a flathering of peanut butter. Mm. Oh, so good. Holly, when you make a PB&J, what kind of jelly do you use? Whatever is in the fridge. I, yeah. I don't oh. remember the last time I've made a peanut butter say, jelly. So I believe that in the asking of this question, you had a very specific answer in mind. No, honestly, because I we have like many preferences at our house. And I will say it all depends on a mood. But I, you know, I've done I've done grape. I've done <laughs> strawberry. What's your in favorite? In a pinch, I've done raspberry. I don't know. I think if I were going to go for it right now, I think I'd want strawberry. But yeah. raspberry is like gives you a whole experience. Yeah, grapes at the bottom of the selection. Me too. Concord grape is not my yeah. favorite. I love cherry, but like if I wanted something regularly, it would be strawberry because there's just nothing quite like strawberry jam. And I want the chunks. I want the big oh, yeah. strawberry chunks up yeah. in there. Yes. You want I the don't dessert. like when you yes. get like the, you know, bougie seedless experience. No. I want them seeds. Yeah, give me them seeds. Chunks. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh boy, are we taking a sharp left. Um we have to talk about this new civil lawsuit involving Prince Andrew. Oh yeah. After this on My Talk 1071. Okay, we have to talk about uh, this new civil suit against Prince Andrew by Virginia Jeffrey. Is that how is that how, how they Jeffrey, said it? Yeah. Jeffrey? Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And I'm Bradley Trainer, and this is 60 Minutes. Or just uh, about six minutes, because we are going to talk about this suit. Uh, now, first of all, we all know who Prince Andrew is. Let's remind people who uh, Virginia Jeffrey is. Well, um, you've probably heard her under the name Virginia Roberts. Uh, that name has changed, obviously, to Jeffrey. But let's say Virginia Roberts at the time accuses uh, Prince Andrew of having sex with her when she was 17 years old. In fact, she claims... In a new lawsuit, which is what we're going to talk about, that she was uh, trafficked for sex mm-hmm. with uh, Prince Ro- uh, Prince Robert. Who's Prince Robert? I don't know him. Hi, I'm Prince Robert. Nobody knows who I am. No, Prince Andrew. And that's what we've known about her. She has been outspoken in her story about mm-hmm. Jeffrey Epstein overall, yep. but specifically... As relates to her encounter with Prince Andrew or encounters Mm -hmm. with Prince Andrew. And at one point, she claims that she was trafficked to London 
where she had sex with Prince Andrew and stayed at the home of Ghislaine Maxwell, the friend of Prince Andrew and also the right-hand woman of Jeffrey Epstein. Is that where we saw the picture of her with Prince Andrew? Okay. So the interesting thing is there is some evidence that they did in fact meet in the form of that photograph. Which he, by the way, says... And I would like to talk more about what he says, but he says specifically of that picture that I don't know, maybe that could have been photoshopped or something. I have, you know, I feel like there are ways to find out if that picture was photoshopped. Yeah, there's a lot more that's problematic with what he said. But let me update you on the actual story, yes, please. So the the most recent story is that she has filed a lawsuit against Prince Andrew in the United States, specifically in New York, because New York has passed this legislation called the Child Victims Act, which allows her within a certain period of time. And I think if I remember correctly, the the time window or the window with which she could file this lawsuit is going to close in a few days. Mm -hmm. So she had she had to file this lawsuit now in order to have a chance about Occasions uh, about this sexual assault and sex trafficking that took place, she alleges, between 1999 and 2002. So she filed this lawsuit. That's why we're talking about it. And she said specifically, quote, today my attorney, and this was yesterday, filed lawsuit against Prince Andrew for sexual abuse under the Child Victims Act. As the suit lays out in detail, I was trafficked to him and sexually abused by him. And she goes on to say and has... Uh, said before that she did not come to this decision lightly Mm -hmm. and this is not something there's nothing she's going to get this is just what I find so interesting because I think a lot of people would write her off as like you're just one of them people who like looking for money and a money grab and and that kind of stuff she's not going to get any money from him Mm -hmm. I mean I hope she gets justice right and I don't know maybe part of that is money but I, I don't think that seems to be why she's in this she goes on to say I am holding Prince Andrew accountable for what he did to me. The powerful and rich are not exempt from being held responsible for their actions. I hope that other victims will see that it is not possible, that it is possible rather, to live in silence and fear, but to reclaim one's life by speaking out and demanding justice. Um, that's the suit. Yeah. That's why we're talking about it. Yeah. Thoughts. Well, I mean, I think, you know, you, the point you made about her seeking justice, we've seen her in multiple uh, different documentaries. We've seen her and other victims of Jeffrey Epstein kind of coming together and talking about what that experience of having been trafficked by him has done to them as adults. And this is a huge I mean, she's a very she's probably one of the more notable um, victims uh, because of the fact that she was pictured with Prince Andrew yeah. and is able to share a story where he's implicated as also participating in Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking. So, you know, I, I certainly do hope she gets justice um, because that's an important important point of closure for her yeah and just to reiterate she was under the age of 18 at the time there were three specific occasions so i'm excited is maybe not the right word i'm very much looking forward to seeing how this case plays out as i know we all are the one thing i wanted to say is i was listening to a report about this case earlier today and they played an excerpt of prince andrew 
from his 2019 interview mm-hmm. wherein he that fr- ill-advised one. Yes. Yeah. Where he addresses for the very first time these allegations and the reporter very succinctly lays out what Virginia Jufre alleges happened mm-hmm. and says this woman accuses you of having sex with her underage at your, you know, at Ghislaine Maxwell's apartment in Belgrave. Like she just has all the details, right? Yep. Like this happened on this day that you did this. And this is what she's saying. Like, like Virginia Roberts has all of these details. Yeah. What right? do you have to say about that? What do you have to say about that? And he, his response very directly was, I have no recollection of ever meeting that woman. And it occurred to me when I heard that, because we watched the interview, we talked about it at the time, and Mm -hmm. maybe we even said this at the time, but what what hit me so hard at that moment was, he is not saying he didn't have sex. The allegation is, you had sex with this underage woman who was sex trafficked to you. Right. He doesn't deny that that ever happened. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say beyond a shadow of a doubt that it didn't happen. He says, I don't recall meeting her. Yeah, I don't ever recall meeting her, which is totally... A whole different conversation. That, and it's a very odd misdirection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it's odd. But it also seems calculated mm-hmm. to say, like, you can emphatically say this thing, but it's not going to get you in trouble. Because that conspiracy theory, cynical Brad, sure. thinks there's evidence yeah. that proves they were together. Mm-hmm. So he knows he can't say right. they weren't. right. Because otherwise, wouldn't you just say, I never had sex with that woman? I feel like we've heard that. I mean, we have heard that, but at least yeah. then he could just lie. Right. But I don't know. That's an interesting, I mean, I think that's an interesting thing to kind of sit with and, and pay attention to. And oof, he's in trouble. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. idiots. After this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. It's our favorite thing to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Where are we going first? Connect eye cut. Connect eye cut. Okay, I want to take us to an incident that occurred at about 4.30 a.m. in the 500 block of Fairfield Beach Road. When video surveillance cameras captured something. Yep. They captured men trying to open the front door of a house before going around to the back where something happened. And it involved patio furniture they walked around the property multiple times eventually left this case is still under investigation okay wait hold on a second okay so they went to the front door Mm -hmm. did not receive the um the results that they had hoped for so they went around to the back and then they did something with the patio furniture and then left yep they walked around the property multiple times okay and then multiple times. Okay, multiple times. And then eventually left. Okay, they walked around the property multiple times. Oh, 
they use the patio furniture like a train and they played it. Yeah. And they played patio furniture train all the way around the house twice. No, no. And then they left. Nope. They let's just say they had a party on the furniture. Like a sex party. Uh, More like a poop party. They pooed on the furniture. Well, here's the thing. They, uh, again, video surveillance cameras captured two men trying to open the front door of the house before going around to the back where one of the men smeared. No, 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 no. On the patio couches. Oh, ish. And then left. Ishy. Yeah. So it was more like a pooty party on the patio. A patio pooty party. Pooty. That's a really crappy thing to do. Oh, my gosh. But, like, there's nothing else in this story other than smearing shmishish. You know what I'll never understand? How, like, what occurs to people when they decide to get artistic with their poo? Yes. No, I you think know what you're I right. Mean? That happened to a friend of mine who worked at Cheapo Records back in the day. She walked into the bathroom and it was like. Van Jackson Pollock. Van Gogh. Yeah, Van went. <laughs> exactly. Everywhere. <laughs> and she was like, I don't understand. So, yeah, no, that's obviously a thing. But also what I find interesting is that it was two men. Yeah. And then just one of them smeared the schmeces. And like, did what he the bring other one it? Do? Did they, like, was it, did it arrive did, there? Yeah. Was it did produced they? on location? Which that's the other thing we're fascinated by on the Colleen and Bradley show. The ability to... Yeah. Uh, Commit that type of command? crime on command. Yeah, like those people that just like drop trow in like the granola bar aisle. When'd that happen? Don't, we've we've done that where you see women like crouching, oh, yeah. you know, like come around the corner by the frozen peas and just and drop the one. frozen poos. Well, they're not frozen. Yeah, they're moving true. quickly. That's true. And then just like bebop along, pull up or, you know. I don't get draws. it. Anyway, so yeah, n- no word on like what actually happened. But can you imagine? Okay, so that's the second part of the mm-hmm. story quickly that you, you know, wake up in the morning. You're like, oh, oh, what a beautiful. What on earth? Yeah, I'm just going to go have my coffee on the patio. Oh, <laughs> dear. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're going to smell that before you see it. Oh, yeah. That's going to arrive at one sense yeah. first. Oh. Uh, would you like to know who my crazy stupidity is? Yeah, yeah. I thought this is you'd a eventually get to it. Poo-free uh, CSI. Good, good. We don't really know where this happened exactly. We don't know where this crazy stupidity is from, but we do know that this story was told on Reddit, which makes me think, like, maybe it's not all the way true. However... It's a dumb enough story that we can make fun of the person who did this. This guy told a story on Reddit um, about a time he woke up in the middle of the night and he was thirsty. And so he reached next to his bed and grabbed a glass of water. Okay. And then he put it to his lips and started to chug the water. And it turns out it wasn't water. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Do you know what it was? Oh. It was a candle. He poured... Candle. The candle wax into <gasps> his mouth. Oh no. 
No, I know you have a question because I've I have the same question. Because well, I'm I thought, like, how does that work? Was the candle lit? Okay, thank you. That was my first question, which was that would be so obvious. I feel like this is dumb. Like, who puts a lit candle up to their mouth? You know, that's a candle. Yeah. No, it was on a candle warmer. So like it was. Oh. So it was being warm. So it was you know juicy on the inside. Don't say juicy on the inside. <laughs> well, you know, like molten wax on the inside, and he chugged it. Um. Yeah, and he poured this liquid wax into his mouth. The second thing I think is, how, how do you? And by the way, it was a rosemary vanilla candle that oh, apparently so he tried to spit the wax out, but the wax because you know how wax acts, it just coats everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, so he said God. it coated the te- his teeth burn? in the roof of his mouth. He says nothing of burning, and that's the th- second question I had was like, how did you even taste anything? Seems like that would hurt. Anyway, he said it was real. It was a real pain in the rear to scrape all of the wax off of his teeth and the roof of his mouth and his tongue. Oh my god! Wouldn't Nasty. you just like drink something warm and like swish it around? I mean, that seems like the logical thing to do. That's what I would do, right? Yeah, but ish. I thought that was dumb. Also, I don't know if it's true. So there you go. Oh, wait, you don't think it's true? I mean, it could not be true. We don't have evidence of it. You know what I'm saying? I always, you know, I always wonder about that on Reddit stories when they're yeah. like, somebody went to Reddit and I'm like, can't you just say whatever you want on Reddit? Like, I'm pretty sure nobody's fact checking your Reddit. Yeah. Right. But the people do see, they'll always be like, this one guy said he did this thing. And I'm like, but I'm, but I also am like, where else do you tell those stories? You know what I mean? True. How else do you get those weird stories out? No, that's very true. Reddit is the place. Next. Okay. Um, I want to take us to another place, which is appropriate because otherwise it would be the same story. Clearwater, right. Florida is where oh, we're going. Oh, okay. And I want to tell you. Okay. Bed of Scientology. I want to tell you about a lady who, I don't think she's a Scientologist, but I don't know. She totally could be. Her name is jo- Jonah, Jonna, Jonna Lamont. She's 43 years old. Good old Jonna. And she was charged with doing some stuff. I'm just going to tell you. She okay. stole a car. That sounds kind of garden variety. There's yeah, got to be more to this totally story. totally garden variety. Well, then she smeared. No. Sorry, I was going to say, did she drive it over to somebody's house and smear schmeeces on their patio on furniture? Patio. Oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. No, Clearwater police arrested 43-year-old John Lamont on charges of grand theft auto and scheming to defraud. The way she did it is not necessarily the crazy, stupid, idiot status, but the way she like tried to avoid capture, perhaps, is the reason we're talking about I mean, her. I would imagine she just drove the car <laughs> to avoid capture. Yes, okay. but it's like how she stole the car, <laughs> oh, I'm saying, okay, okay. that um, gets us. But the, I, I don't think that's either particularly crazy, stupid, idiot status, but we'll get there. So follow me. The story okay. is that she stole a 2018 Honda Accord. Now, the way she did it, Probably not that uncommon. Mm-hmm. She just drove it away. Mm-hmm. But she got into the car to test drive it. Oh. And so when you test drive something. Yeah. You leave your some stuff behind so they know who you are. Well, usually, but she, I don't know if she left something or if it was the wrong thing or whatever, because it took days for them to pick her up. And apparently authorities quote, smothered social media with photos of Lamont and a possible accomplice. Hmm. 
But when they caught up with her, she had attempted to do something to throw off authorities so that she wouldn't be caught. Okay, she had attempted to do... Oh, did she change the license plates? No, she changed the color of of her hair. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say of the car. Oh, that would be smart. And I was like, like, did she just get some Sherwin Williams? (laughs) She took it to she took it to uh Home Depot quick. No, she changed the color of her hair thinking that that was going to keep her from being arrested. Nice disguise, gal. But she didn't even do her roots. Okay. So I really wonder if this was an intentional thing or if she was just like I'm going to get my hair did. Police say somebody recognized her in those photos um and well, actually, it was the other way around. She had blonde hair when she got arrested or when she stole the car and then she dyed her hair darker. I mean, yeah, well, I feel like that's harder, like the honey. old thing where you're like, if I just change the color of my hair, they won't notice. I feel like these days that's not good. enough. That doesn't do it. You need to get plastic surgery. Yeah. You need to go under you the need knife. You get a whole new face. Best of luck to her. Thank you. So she's been arrested, no oh, doubt. Oh, yeah, she was okay. arrested and they uh, killed her. No. Gosh, <laughs> aggressive. No. Uh, they banished her to Mars. Fun. I bet you'd like to uh, oh, have a similar... I would commit crimes to go to Mars, right? you guys. Especially if it's a penal colony. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to play a little game. That game is called the Throwback Live after this on My Talk 1071.